Greetings and welcome to Nodcast with Nod founding members Paddy Shine and Chris Haslam. Uh, in the Nodcast, we'll be aiming to speak to members of Nod, past, present, and future, alongside heads from the wider music community and beyond. Nod bless. All right. Annette Tompor- Tomporovsky, did I say that correct? Yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Annette, how are you? I'm Welcome fine. To- how, yeah. how are you? Thanks for inviting me. No, thanks no for coming along. Thanks for coming to chat to us. <laughs> Welcome to the Nodcast. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> cool. So, Annette, uh, <laughs> give us a bit, give us a little bit of um, background on yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, okay. My name's Annette. Uh, I'm from Germany. <laughs> you can probably hear it on my accent. <laughs> <laughs> and at the moment, I live close to Weimar. I used to live in Manchester, though, where I met you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time ago. And uh, yeah, what else? I, I, I write poetry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I compose a bit of music and also I paint. <laughs> yeah, you've got some of your really nice paintings behind you yeah. there. Yeah, the, thank you very the much. One, the one on the top left, I've, I recall that. Did you, did you, did you bring that to a, a gig recently? Were we talking about that painting at a gig recently? That, yeah, that one on the top, top, my left. So you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that the red dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, I can't remember. Was it last year, April in Berlin? That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like to paint. And also this um this is connected to a poetry song of mine into Sun Glow. So, okay. yeah. so I like to express myself on various levels. Nice. So is are your paintings and your poetry connected? Do you write a poem for every painting or paint a painting for every poem? No, not really, but this uh, particular was is connected to Into Sun Glow. And I mean, this title says it all. <laughs> you can see um, a, a yellow kind of dot in the middle and with gray areas around it. So it kind of draws you in. But no, I'm not, I'm not, maybe sometimes I write poetry poems and then I look through my paintings and I think, oh, that could uh, go along very well. Uh, kind of, kind of um, is connected with that. But I'm not planning that. You know, okay. that, that I paint and then have a poetry or song uh, uh, connected with it. And you, uh, you do, you, you release this stuff under the name Sophie T. Yes, that uh, yeah. this is my, yeah, my my alter ego. Yeah, Sophie <laughs> T. Yeah. Sophie T. Yes, Sophie yeah. T. It's good to have an alter ego. And where can people? F- have a have a look and listen to some Sophie T stuff. Whereabouts on, online? Yeah, well, on on all of the uh, usual <laughs> social media places. So I yeah. use uh, Bandcamp. And by the way, today is Bandcamp Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> all your money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on Bandcamp, Instagram, um, Facebook. Uh, Tumblr, and recently I'm very active on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. I, I try to avoid that platform, but now it's giving me a lot of feedback, a lot of people interacting with me, and that's also 
quite good to connect with other people you would never meet in real life. Mm. That's also yeah, good. we've never used SoundCloud actually. We've never. Uh, I mean, so when you say people are giving you feedback, people that you don't know, like just, yeah. How yeah, and it's kind of you know uh, when, when you get likes, it's like the dopamine or dopamine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch it is like, and kind of you cannot you can get emotional attached to that or dependent. For sure, yeah. Yeah, and then you feel like very, very, very bad when you lose a follower or when people don't like your stuff. But at the moment, there's so many. And I think it's also a community spirit where people appreciate your stuff. There's never, ever a negative comment like on YouTube or so. Oh, I also on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. um, and they appreciate your stuff and they repost your stuff. So that their followers can have a listen. And that's how I recently got many, many feedback back. And I also, of course, um, listen to their stuff and also look for my kind of music where I could connect. And that's that's also a good thing because I thought download would be the bad thing. But on that uh, 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 in that case, it's it's really good. It's better than Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> post about Bandcamp Friday and no one cares yeah. <laughs> or Facebook I don't know Facebook is dead uh, since a long time but yeah you you need to be present online and yeah. um, I was just talking to Chris that uh, at the moment I'm not performing live on stage and I think that's the best way to 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 get people or to to present your art to people and then they will check you out and uh it's it's also quite sad that that we are all um dependent on 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 social media <laughs> yeah uh, it's that everything has um a good or bad side but yeah it's only do to do all the online stuff i think that won't help well, online right yeah it's necessary to be online and it's a minefield because you just throw stuff out there and you might have like we have thousands of followers and you know who, who knows how many people see that stuff who, who, who I, I really just don't even care anymore really I, I never did care that much but yeah I agree that be doing stuff live is is the best way I mean when was the last time you did a live performance well it was last summer uh in Berlin I spent some weeks in Berlin and then I had a poetry reading with a group poetry group that was really really good nice. and uh yeah and a lot of people came and to 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 listen to our poetry that was really good nice yeah. and i think you need to be in the right place and meet the right people yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and then so, when i met you for example yeah. Manchester, for me it was my the best time in my life Okay. And I was really brave enough to step up to you, Patty, and say, hey, you need some vocals. <laughs> I would never do this in Germany. And so, <laughs> and then it's kind of an experiment. And then, yeah, yeah see what happens. And um, Nice. So remind me again of how that happened. Because I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I remember, do you, do, you, do you know Will, the trumpet player? Of course. Yeah. And hello to Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he was friends to one of uh, my flatmates or housemates back in Manchester in Charlton and he said hey there's a house party come along there's a band playing <laughs> and then I went there with friends and you were playing in the basement 
Okay. And I think it was in Ulm. I can't remember which which part of Manchester. And it was it was you, Chris, and Marlene. I think that's it. No, and then there I, must have been uh, more. Dale must have been there as well. <laughs> we were all drunk, yeah. and then uh, and then I was so um, I say um, I don't know electrified by your music or your sounds. And then I and at that and that time of my life, I was very active writing stuff. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, yeah, we met. And I think we'll maybe will introduce us. I don't know. And um, and then yeah, I said <laughs> you need you need a book. <laughs> you need some vocals. <laughs> and you invited me to Saki Bar. Do you remember? That was my That's very right. first show. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then it got out of hand. <laughs> so well, that I think was... that show. I th that that show was when you did the Deadbeat. Yes, exactly. the first uh, track on. Deadbeat Disco in Paper Era Shocker on yeah. science and industry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and then it got recorded, and then there was this tape, this beautiful tape. And yeah. that was really, that was the very amazing time in my life because uh, um, you don't expect anything. <laughs> you could have said no, <laughs> crazy girl from Germany. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it all when... worked out well. And then, yeah, it's like, that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I remember we did a few amazing gigs. One in particular stands out in my mind when we played at the mill. And uh, I can't remember the band that we were supporting. Um, I can't remember who else played, but the Nod Show was basically a drum machine with a, a drum machine on the stage, you on the stage dressed as the devil. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yeah, I remember. And you were like, you were the you were the only person, you were the only person <laughs> on the stage dressed as a devil, and the rest of us were in costume, but we were just walking around the crowd, playing various acoustic instruments and just, just like trying to get in people's faces and weird people out. And I remember that gig being like really, really, really fucking good. It was like a. It was more like uh, than like a sort of average show. It was definitely more like a performance piece, and we were you were the devil, and it it was like something from the tarot. Really, it's like you were the devil, and we were your like imps, your like uh, <laughs> sort of slaves, sort of wandering about, kind of causing havoc, whilst whilst you just fucking laughed at the chaos that was happening. Um, that was a really cool show. That was, was, uh, so, yeah. so we did we did the Saki show, which turned into science and industry. Well, part of it turned into the, the introduction to, on science and industry. Yeah. We did that Islington Mill show. What other shows did we do together in Manchester? In Manchester, uh, I think it was only at, uh, at Islington Mill. And ah, I think it was New Year's Eve, but you weren't there, Paddy. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I was away, I was in Morocco. Yeah, and there was one more show that we did as a kind of stripped down four piece at Islington Mill as well. Dell on the drums, me and Chris on guitar, and Marlene on bass, and it was really stripped back improv, jittery, scattery guitar stuff, and it was fucked. That was an amazing gig as well. In fact. Both of those, oh no, that show 
There's a little clip of that on YouTube somewhere. There's definitely a clip, maybe like a two-minute clip of that on YouTube. Um, and that was another really, really good show. I don't I don't think it got recorded. I'm not sure if it did. And then the other gig that stands out in my mind is the first time we played Berlin at that really weird place. Um, ah, you mean the White trash. Wow. Yeah, the old white trash. They moved to yeah. other address. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was so cool because um I think I was just in the audience. Yeah. And you had, had, you had just moved to Berlin, hadn't yeah, you? Yeah, I just yeah. moved in and you just asked me, you want to come on stage? Yeah. And uh yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. You, jo you joined us for a version of Tony's first disco. Yeah, I remember. And you were on fire that night. We were just fucking <laughs> jumping up and down on the stage, have, having a good laugh, really. Yeah. I, think there's a, I think there's a clip of that. It might be that show. Or it's one of the shows we did anyway. There's a clip of that in the They Live video. Yeah. Yeah, I think that can be found on YouTube as well, that white trash, a section of that white trash gig. Yeah, and be found. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucker of a gig because it was such a good gig. And then the next morning we came to collect our equipment, and my fucking guitar had been stolen. <laughs> my favorite guitar. Yeah, it had been. It was gone, and I was gutted. I was absolutely yeah, mm. yeah. But there you go. But that that was a weird place, wasn't it? White trash. What was it called white trash fast food or something? It yes, was, yeah. it's like an old Chinese restaurant, wasn't it? I think. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, where you'd have like sort of S&M shows going on while people were eating their fucking um, bean burgers or whatever. And I remember the, the staff, it was obviously policy for the staff to be wankers. It was like the, <laughs> the bigger the bigger a wanker you were, the more tips you got or something like that. <laughs> I, 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 it, was, uh, yeah, it was really strange, really, really fucking strange. They had, a, I, they had a tattoo parlor in there as well, didn't they? Yeah. Downstairs. I, I yeah, I remember at that time thinking though, because it was our first, no, it wasn't our first gig in Berlin, actually. I, I'm lying. It wasn't our first gig in Berlin. But I remember at that time, it was probably one of the more sort of uh, better paid, better attended gigs that we did in Berlin. So it felt quite, quite cool to be there. Um, did you play with us any dates in Leipzig as well? Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, um, in Leipzig, oh God. It, it, this was like a real no big drums, like a silent gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the bike shop, in the bike uh, shop. Doctor yeah, Selsums. Doctor Selsums. Yeah, yeah. uh, it it uh, no longer exists. Really? Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I remember that it was a bike shop and a cafe and a bar. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, by, back then it was yeah. my living room, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and every it, night to meet my friends, and uh, I remember yeah. it was so smoky in there. Yeah. If you didn't smoke, you you were a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. This this lo-fi gig, I remember yeah. that. God, we were there. It was pretty much our living room too for about a week because I think we stayed there for a week because it was at a time when we were touring and we didn't always have gigs, so we just like would land somewhere and be like uh can we stay for a few days what what was the guy's name ah it was alex 
Alex. 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 Yeah. He Alex. was very, very accommodating, a very, very nice chap um, and very accommodating. And he kind of gave us, like we got to stay in Leipzig and I remember we went swimming out to the, we went to the lake there and we all went went for a swim and got to explore Leipzig a lot. And it was amazing. And I remember it was the first time I ever had a vegan kebab from that <laughs> from from that kind of I think it must be kind of famous maybe it's not famous but it was a vegan kebab shop and it did the best chips the best fries I've ever fucking had <laughs> and at the time he, at the time having a vegan kebab was novelty nowadays you can't fucking you can't go outside your front door without fucking banging your head off a vegan kebab or something like that you know but in, in <laughs> In those days, a vegan kebab was like, holy shit, what are they making this shit out of? Like, But um, yeah, Leipzig was amazing, actually. I really liked Leipzig. So it's, I thought Leipzig was like your your hometown. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that's where I studied. Um, ah, okay. University, but I was uh, born in Weimar. Yeah. <laughs> the famous place in Germany. <laughs> what did you study in Leipzig? I studied English, um, Russian, wow. and linguistics. Wow. So yeah. do you speak Russian? Wow. No. No. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Russian is really, really, I mean, when they say German is uh, a complicated or difficult language to learn, then yeah. 10 times it's Russian, I guess. Okay. And it takes you one yeah. year just like have a basic conversation. And uh, wow. Yeah, but um, my 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 subject or my main focus was uh, literature, so Russian yeah. literature and English literature, and uh, especially English poetry, and okay. uh, it all kind of. Well, I had I remember I had a really really good uh, teacher at a university, and it was really good seminar, and she gave us so like the freedom you could have uh, uh, at university. And then there was one assignment to uh, present a, 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 a poet, yeah? And usually in university you have like this uh, try academic language, but she said, you can do whatever you like. Uh, paint, paint a painting, uh, whatever. Shoot a video, what did I do? <laughs> I kind of made a video uh, with Stevie Nicks. I don't know, uh, not Stevie Nicks, he's from Fleetwood Mac, but Stevie Smith. <laughs> Sorry, um, not waving, but frowning. Stevie Smith, N not waving, but frowning um, poem. And I said, Ah, of course. Yes, 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 yes. And that was my assignment. And that was so amazing. And I remember that she was the one who kind of encouraged me to get out with my poetry. And it was. Uh, during university that I did this Erasmus exchange and uh, went to Manchester. <laughs> yeah, cool. And, and at that time, there was a bit of a scene in Manchester, a bit of a poetry scene. I don't know if there is now, but there definitely was then. Yes, and also I went, to some, yeah, I went yeah. to some poetry slams, by the way, in Manchester. <laughs> yeah. So when you went to these poetry slams, do you remember meeting people like uh, Space Ghost? Oh, a guy called Owen O'Connor. Does that ring a bell? No, not really. Sorry. Mm -mm. No. No. He was a guy. He was a guy that went to all these poetry slams, and he had these like giant rolls of like giant paper, mm -mm. and he would just unroll unroll them, and they'd be like the length of the room. Oh, he, wow! He would just be reading off them really fast, 
Um, let me think. So did you ever meet somebody called Lauren who used to do a poetry night called Paradox in no. Manchester? Was that mm -hmm. the time when you no, uh, okay. I was there. So you, were, you were maybe you were probably there just before sort of paradox kicked off because that at one point that was kind of like the the poetry night in Manchester, and she would she would have it at places like Fuel. Do you remember Fuel in Whittington? Yes, yeah. remember this Cafe. place? Yes, yeah, I remember. So she, yeah. she would have she would have poetry slams there and in the Sandbar. Uh, so maybe maybe you were there just before that time, but I remember there was still like a lot of poetry happening because there was a lot of open mic nights and there was a hell of a lot of poets at these open mic nights, which was kind of what made them good, actually, you yeah. know, because open mic nights are usually pretty shit <laughs> in regards to just guys Don't trying tell to... Me about I'm not a big fan, sorry. Really? No, why? Why aren't you a fan of poetry? <laughs> no, I mean, this is kind of this. I mean, I don't want to be sound arrogant or so, but um, <laughs> I do other stuff. I do other stuff. And poetry <laughs> slams are really big in Germany. They're really big. But to me, they're quite it's, it's to entertain people and not to present poetry. Like, okay. all right. But I remember. Was this from from the crazy uh, madhouse on High Lane? <laughs> what Charlie? Charlie? Charlie and his dad, Dave, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Um, um, Joe, both two Joes and Aaron, and uh, uh, Dave. Or oh, we, as as a house, we we um, organized a poetry night at an um, old lady's place. And there were some few okay. people coming by, and I we were they were singing, you know, the my my housemates were out musicians, and also uh, uh, I I recited some poetry. Maybe it was the same woman. I don't. I can't remember her name, and she she passed away. Oh, um, I don't know. I need sake. to ask. Her name, her name wasn't Car Her name wasn't Carol, was it? Mm -hmm. Harry? I can't remember her name. Sorry. Was she like a local poet who was quite eccentric? Yes, she was a local poet. Yeah, and she used to and just basically go around all the bars and all the cafes and just give people her poetry and just sort of go in and recite. Carol Batten. She was very. Maybe. Carol Batten. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It has to be. Her. It has yeah, to be. Her. And she passed away. Yeah. yeah and she was yeah. also quite political. So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It was Carol. Yeah, it was Carol Batten. Yeah, wow, I forgot all about her because she, she was like somebody that was always around. Mm -hmm. And a lovely lady, very eccentric, but very lovely, very approachable. Um, and yeah, wow, yeah, that was a character. So how long were you in Manchester for? Well, only six months, but only to me, six months. Like <laughs> Holy shit, really? Like 10 years or so. Yeah. Okay, now, so you, you actually you packed. <laughs> You packed a lot in for those six yeah. months. Though. You, got, you did yeah. a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, 10 minutes left, right? Yeah. 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 So everyone was involved in, in creating yeah. music for art in my house. And um, yeah, that's how I kind of, yeah, I was like <laughs> in the right place, as I said before, okay. and met the right yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, it felt like 10 or 20 wow. years, but it was just six wow. months. So do, you, do, you, do you feel like your time in Manchester had a massive impact on what you're doing now? Like still, uh, absolutely. I think without that, I would not, 
I wouldn't, I mean, I, I would not met guys like you. Uh, I would not have the courage uh, to, to ask people and then would still would write for only for myself, maybe. Yeah, that helped me. And I, I, I realized, but I, honestly, at the same yeah. time, I really love it. <laughs> to expose yeah. myself. And like I said, uh, my alter ego, Sophie T, T she, she's, she's not the same as me, you know? So it's like, it's good to play also with um, different yeah. characters. Was that your first time like on stage? Yes, it was my first time. When you time. performed with Nod. Wow. Yeah. Was my first first wow, time. What, what an honor for us, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Yeah. Oh fuck! I just fucking remembered the other gig okay. that we did at the yes. fun, at the front oh, house. Oh, that in was Berlin. amazing as well. Oh, no, right. that was oh. a show. That was. A I mean, that building. <laughs> wow, like like a yeah. cathedral. It was absolutely wild, wasn't it? So there was you on on the mic. We had Utku Tavil on drums, on like modified crazy noise drums. We had Aidan Baker from Nadja uh, playing, I think, flutes and guitar. And we had, uh, fucking hell, what's his fucking name now? God. Ah, Levy. Um, Levy from Hall of Fame. Uh, Levy, yeah. Levy. Levy. Yeah. Hello yeah. to what's Levy. His what's his artist's name? It's Levy Fun, uh, his uh, Dutch name. I want to misspell it. <laughs> oh, no, it is. Um, oh, yeah, I remember. Flux That's it, Flux Wilder, uh, yeah. And, yeah. and what he brought to the show was fucking amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was a wild, wild night. That was a wild show. And it was particularly wild, fucking insane for me because I had got a flight uh, from Manchester to Leipzig, I think. I think I could. Could you fly into Leipzig? I can't remember. Maybe it was. No, Berlin. What am I talking about? Because it was Berlin. <laughs> flying into Berlin and uh, the flight got delayed in the air. So we were in the air for Leipzig or some other airport. And while all this happened, I don't know, I must have had a, an episode or a panic attack. Something happened anywhere where I just came out on this, like I had some kind of like stress reaction where my whole skin broke out in like uh, like a rash, like eczema. And I started to feel really sick. I think it was just like a, a some some kind of stress reaction. I, I don't know. I, I actually don't really recall. But I remember then landing at this airport and being like, what the fuck am I going to do now? I'm like two hours away from Berlin. <laughs> what am I going to do? And luckily, some guy just said to me, do you want to jump in a cab with me? Don't worry about it. My, my, my company, the company I work for is going to pay for it. So just jump in. So luckily that guy took me to the hotel where I was staying in Berlin. But then I was just up all night with this weird like thing happening and just stressing out about the gig. And I remember just being like Aww. a massive, just a massive stress. But then when we did the show and it was just, it was like I was going to pop, but the show just completely like expelled all the fucking negative on a, on a massive high after it because the show was so good and i'm really gutted that that show didn't get recorded yeah there's no or, video you nothing. know they said no they said they were going to video it and we're going to send it to us and nothing happened and i was i'm really disappointed about that because it was a really really fucking wild interesting oh, yeah, I gig there was, sorry yeah i remember hey, there was one guy with a camera 
yeah kind of, kind of chasing me and you all the time yeah what happened <laughs> yeah wankers what festival was it do you remember what festival it was called and it was like from a russian techno club uh anniversary. that's right yeah it was it was a russian it was a, a russian crew that had taken over the the, yeah. the funk house in Berlin. and it was like a 24 hour rave or something then yeah. like all the, the mess of bidding and i remember i was walking around and then i lost you when i i kind of got lost because i didn't know where i was because this building yeah, is yeah. so huge yeah. <laughs> like a maze it was chaos and, uh, yeah. it was chaos and actually i remember the gig i remember being aware that everything was kind of going fucking crazy that i remember ferpa took like two hours to, and then they played for an extra hour and I remember just like bumping into loads of other artists that were performing there and everybody was just like oh my god it's like three o'clock in the morning I was supposed to play at midnight and I remember it being mm -hmm. yeah a bit yeah. of a stressful setup for a lot of people but I mean that's okay chaos is okay um and it was kind of the perfect place for the chaos. I'm just really disappointed that we haven't got the video footage or the audio of the show because it was one of them that kind of genuine, genuinely walked away from going, I think that was probably the maddest fucking show I've ever been a part of. And it's not been documented, but there you go. It's like that sometimes. At least we were there in the person. And we have you know? memories. That's all that matters. Yeah, uh -huh. just about... Just like little snapshot <laughs> memories because, because there were so many strobes and stuff happening. Yeah. I, I, my memory is just like a strobe, <laughs> yeah. you know, just like, yeah. And that was also great because, uh, sorry, Levy, I've met Levy there for the first time. And now we are good friends. And we also did a um, painting collab that oh, I, nice. would, I would, during pandemic, I would send him um, a painting of mine and he kind of did what he did on it and um drew stuff uh and then he sent it back to me as well and oh, now we are, we are friends because of you <laughs> oh nice yeah and he's such a good lad levy he's such a good lad he's one of the first people that we kind of really befriended when we first yeah. started to tour in europe in 2009 he was like one of the first guys well he oh, was wow. the first guy to book us actually uh, him and uh, uh, Bart from Slow Tapes um, were the first two guys to, to book shows for us. Uh, two sweethearts, two really nice, nice, good lads. And like, yeah, it's nice that in the end we actually got to perform with Levy. In the end, I'm really, I'm really happy about. It. I would love to do it again, actually. Again, I just say I'm just disappointed that it's not been documented because it was so good. And Levy was giving it so much. He was fucking really, really amazing at that gig. And um, there's only a tiny little video. If you go on the Nod Instagram highlights reel, there is uh -huh. like a, a 50 second clip of us making noise with Levy just on the floor, just like scrawling. And it just looks frantic. It's like, oh my God, it's like a panic attack. Um, you know but it's it's amazing amazing um so oh, Annette, like yeah. what after after you left manchester you went to berlin or yeah no i went leipzig. back to, no 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 i went back to leipzig because i had to finish my studies oh. and actually my plan was okay. to just quickly do it <laughs> and then come back to manchester that was always my plan but it didn't work out in the end 
because um, my study was really, really hard. And it took me more than, I left uh, in April and, or March, April, and uh, I thought I would be back in summer, <laughs> which was so unrealistic because I needed kind of three or four more years to finish my studies. Wow. That wow. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I had told my housemates to keep the room for me, but it's like, three years three <laughs> years later and they're like wow and so i mean leipzig at that time what year was that around 2000 and well like well 10, I mean, 2011 yes uh, 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 well i went to leipzig 2005 and i left 2014 wow. yeah and uh yeah and then it i went quite, it was quite an exciting place then i remember leipzig it was like a bit of a ghost town yeah it was but and things were things were starting to happen weren't they yeah absolutely and everyone yeah. had this pioneer spirit to kind of like there were so so many empty buildings mm. and you could like live on on very low rent yeah and sometimes it's right it was quite hard to find a, a tenant or like uh at the in a flat share to when you move away it was quite hard to find a replacement wow uh, because the rent was so low and uh yeah there were so many initiatives artists music there was it was really vibrant yeah but now uh wow. it has changed a lot i have to say it kind of a lot of money got in a lot of people with money and yeah. gentrification uh, also happened there now i remember at my last flat in, in leipzig um the rent wow. they they doubled the rent <laughs> and it's wow. like what the fuck wow. i'm sorry but <laughs> if, if you know if you know that you could live only for 300 euros in a two room flat and then now it's 600 <laughs> holy shit and i yeah, think because <laughs> i remember i remember the last time that we played there everybody was like yeah leipzig is the new berlin yeah right <laughs> And, and we were like, yeah, yeah, you could see it happening. There was like super a super club being built, some big super club, and you could you could see that it was like uh, definitely changing. Which is, I mean, I'm just glad that we got to be there at a time when it felt really, it was it felt kind of deserted, but at the same time, it felt like it was bubbling, like things were starting to bubble, and that's an exciting time to be anywhere, isn't it? Really, just at the beginning of things like yeah. and uh I, I fell in love with Leipzig I remember when we were there we we were chatting and going should we just should we just stay here should we all just like move to Leipzig like you know I think we said that about most places that we visited in the <laughs> early days but Leipzig was like Leip, Leipzig was definitely somewhere where it kind of thought yeah we could probably we could probably live here because you know we could we could do it but of course gentrification and over you know just yeah shit happens like that i mean it's like manchester when was the last time you were in manchester oh five years ago i don't know yeah. more than well, five years ago yeah it, it's it's changed massively even in the last five years uh, manchester's really changed and it's uh yeah I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I I don't really know because I don't really 
when I go to Manchester, I do the same shit I always done. I go to Cabana, I have a curry. Um, <laughs> that's about <laughs> it. No, I might go to the Pear Hat, the Pear Hat, which is a, a pub and venue in town run by some friends of ours, which is probably the best place in Manchester, I think. And and that's about it. Go to the mill, but I mean the mill has changed massively. Like the mill is just reopening now. Um, um, yeah, it's but this that. That's the nature of cities, really. They have to change and they have to keep growing. It's like, it's the bloody nature of capitalism, isn't it? It's just constant growth, you know? It's just the way it is, so, yeah. And when you you went to Berlin, how was that for you? Did you feel like you'd gone to the city, you know, the place where it was all happening? No, honestly, no, because... By that time, Berlin was also quite uh, um, uh, gentrificated and and a lot of things going on. And it's it's kind of a really a shame uh, that when those things happen, that the creative soul of a city gets um, kind of tried out. You know, because artists, uh, we are poor. <laughs> we don't we don't earn that much money. We don't want to. It's a lifestyle as well or a philosophy and then where do you live then uh, kind of rehearsal rooms get shut down um, and rebuilt into office spaces or um, luxury apartments where companies um, invest and then uh, people have their pension to um, to to buy flats yeah you know and make a lot of money so where where shall we live so we, we kind of we were we are kind of the loser of the system, I would say, because they don't want us. I mean, it's nice for them to go to concerts and see art, but and uh, speaking of 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 feeling um, feeling um, unnecessary, like uh, when you look back at the pandemic, you know, people like us or like working in the creative sector, theaters, uh, yeah, event event companies um they were the last one to get money from the government and yeah. um i think that shows uh how how important art is in a society yeah and they That's... need they need the artists in that process of gentrification as well because they need the artists <laughs> yeah. to bring people to the area yes. you know the artists make it's it kind cool. of our fault. <laughs> the artists make it a cool place to be and then uh they make it unaffordable for the artists to stay there and and live there yeah mm-hmm. uh, what i was going to ask you Annette, is you're mm-hmm. from east germany originally aren't you are you from the east of germany did you yes. grow up in east germany yes i, yes, I grew up uh, in the gdr i was born in the gdr and uh, yeah can you remember anything from that time like what yes i mean i can remember my childhood i'd spent all my childhood in the gdr system Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I remember when the when the wall uh, tear da- got tear down. <laughs> yeah, how old were uh, you? I was twelve. Wow. Okay. So that's a that's a yeah that's a yeah good age to to witness that stuff. Yeah, I was not too young and not too old. Kind of where when you are older, like my mom or my my uh, the, uh, the generation of our parents then they had to change their life completely yeah upside down a new system oh. and uh but for me it was i mean <clears throat> we are we're always influenced by the western part of germany because my granddad he was from uh the rhineland you know 
And uh, mm -hmm. uh, so every once, twice a year, we got uh, our family from the Western part coming here. And also, <laughs> it wasn't allowed, but uh, we, we watched also Western German TV channels. Right. Uh, but it wasn't allowed and it was not allowed to talk about that at school or so. I remember that my mom told me never, never tell anyone that you last night watched blah, 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 uh, uh, this, this, this show. Uh, yeah. And, and remember, it was a dark time. Yeah? Mm. Uh, and also we were um, indoctrinated in school via the Russian. Yeah? And then the rest is bad. And uh uh we we were we i don't know if you remember but uh in school we had to wear this uniform to become uh, a pioneer they said and then wow. follow follow the system yeah and mm. i'm glad that i was only 12 because when you're older and you 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 you're conscious you are more conscious or aware of things of the political situation and you want to live your life uh, maybe you want to study certain certain studies and you are not allowed to, then yeah, it would have been a big problem. And my my uncle, he was in prison because he wanted to 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 flee uh, GDR. And uh, wow. he he was in prison. And um, but I think my mom tells me that he was released very uh, early. And they said that he might have someone to help him, someone with power, uh, and we don't know. And usually when someone is in prison, they also observe the whole family. Yeah, yeah like, right. And, and, but uh, thank, thanks to that person or whatever, uh, they got out of without any problems or difficulties. So, But I think, I, I got a feeling that we got observed by the Stasi somehow uh but yeah that's um but i can only tell you from the uh, from my kids perspective yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. I, I had a wonderful childhood um and everything happened in private you know there were big parties uh, the adults were partying really hard a lot of alcoholism as well uh, it was really cheap but on the other hand when you want to buy certain products yeah they weren't there uh, you had to queue for fruits, bananas, and so on and so forth. It was a very oppressing uh, state mm -hmm. uh, in the in back. Uh, in a, so, uh, what, so, so what do you prefer, communism or capitalism? <laughs> one of them. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I prefer freedom. And yeah, freedom good comes answer. with a price. Good yeah, answer. I think freedom comes with a price, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the communism also is it's it's a good idea. It's a community, yeah. uh, and you can have like kind of commun communism um, aspects in the community to share, to take care of each other, and also uh, to live. Let other people live their life how they want to live. But every system, there are always people um, who exploit uh, mm. other people or want to. As soon as people have power, yeah. Uh, then uh, not, uh, no good things will... will uh, it's the, it's the authoritarianism that tends to ruin it, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. In, all, in both systems. <laughs> in both, yeah, absolutely. I mean, in capitalism, you have the, the people with, with money, and in communism, you have the people who tell you, no, 
you have to stay in the state. You cannot say like when we at the moment we have war in Europe and yeah. and uh, thinking about Russia, where you cannot even say the word war, uh, and and they oppress people uh, and they restrict their freedom. So yeah. The other thing I was going to ask you is, you ended up in a band with Beatty, didn't you, Matt Beatty from Pigs? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Ah, like? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, it was like a six weeks band. <laughs> now remember, it was this the special not New Year's Eve gig at Islick Mill, and Matt was playing the drums. And he asked me, hey, uh, we are looking for a singer. Uh, would you like to do that? And um, then we ended up in a basement somewhere in Manchester with Johnny, Johnny, yeah. me and Matt. And then we formed the band and it was really, really good because it's really, it was energetic and um, yeah, and I also wrote the songs, the lyrics for them. And there was also cassette. I think it was a time of cassettes or tapes. Yeah. 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 So that was uh, you, Matt and Johnny. Yeah, with three-piece band, and nice. I remember we toured to um, to uh, what's it called? Uh, where you can hike in 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 Britain, the wonderful hiking place. The Lake District. The Lake the District. Peak or Lake District or so. And I remember we had a gig there at a birthday party, and there were only one or two people <laughs> watching us play. <laughs> But this was, was super fun and uh was it, it was in Kendall? So was it in Kendall? Maybe I remember I can't remember the name oh. of the town, but it was what was the name of the band? <laughs> um uh, cr cr the crank. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I, I I I believe that that's probably still online, is it? No, unfortunately, they someone put the video down. There was a video to oh. our one song, but and it's never doesn't exist anymore. Is it, is it not on Bandcamp? Is it not on Bandcamp? I don't know, maybe, but there's a, uh, there was a video on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I remember. Filmed in in the basement, and uh, but someone took it down. <laughs> oh, did, no. you have a, did you have a MySpace page? Well, I used to have one, but I can't remember my password, so oh, I'm... Did, <laughs> did, cr did crank? I think that's the whole world, isn't it? Everyone yeah. can't remember the password. <laughs> Um, for their email address that they signed up with. Yeah, yeah. But my <laughs> that was a wonderful time. I miss my space time. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, well, I tell you what, I, I might have a word with Ma with Matsy then and ask him if he still has those recordings. Yeah, and ask him. I don't know. How would you feel about um, maybe sharing a couple of those those tracks with some of our patrons on our Patreon to yes, give some yes. to give some context to the to the with with the podcast so that people yeah. could hear your stuff and and obviously we'll be give we'll be putting links to on the youtube on the podcast so that people can check your stuff out as yeah well, thank you, you know. yeah. we'll do that yeah, yeah, yeah. poetry and painting yeah that's what yeah. i do uh-huh yeah but so, more, more more painting than poetry to be honest <laughs> you put did you publish a book a couple of years ago a few years yes ago? a poetry it... book um yeah. with with a collection of my poems drawings and also photos and there are only a few left. I have, I have a copy of it. I yes. have one as well. Yeah. I have one as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to look for it then. I'm sure it's right there. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, I should, maybe I should uh, uh, collect poems and do it again. Yeah. But, and it was really hard. There work. it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But I learned how to I always keep it by my side. (laughs) What's it called, Chris? What's it called, Chris? It's called uh, Poetry and Sophie T. Yeah, nice. Are you going to read one out for us then? Me? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just pick a random one. So this one's called... This one's called On the Train. Or maybe a German one. <laughs> a German one. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, on the train. Yeah, read that. <laughs> Don't do it. On the train, in motion, in transmission, sky vast, land endless, passing by, untouched. You make me cry golden tears down my cheeks. Letters you fill, each by each, with overwhelming meaning. Deep inside, my heart was floating in a pool of gratefulness, then the bliss, on the train, in motion, in transmission, no movement, silence. I sat still, from above, pouring emotions into my soul, blood is dwelling in my veins, pure air clears my lungs, and all I see is you, the sky now wider than before, the earth in peace, a moment only, on the train, in motion, in transmission. Oh, Chris, wow. that was wonderful reading. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. I feel so honoured. <laughs> very, very nice poem. Very nice yeah. poem. Thank you. So was that, uh, I'm going to ask you, I mean, I, maybe, but it sounds like you had a moment on a train where you were completely overwhelmed by the beauty and sorrow of the world or something. Perhaps. Yeah, world yeah. or life. And maybe yeah. I had like a vision. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a, a spiritual awakening <laughs> i don't know maybe yeah. uh yeah and i love writing trains and writing yeah. poetry. that's that's the best combination you can do free time to think isn't it it's good excuse yeah. to just do nothing but think yeah nothing but think and then maybe scribble down some words or mm. i don't know and also writing poetry is quite hard you know it's yeah. not about the rhythm or the beats that can be easily done but um like the the what what do you want to say and sometimes you don't know what you want to say mm. and then that's a secret and maybe the readers will will um suddenly uh see it yeah even and also with paintings and writing poetry it's like one 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 of my favorite Germ- german uh poet Masha Kaleko, she said that um, writing poetry is like fishing for the electric fish. Because sometimes she has like, you have like few lines, mm. but that's not a whole poem. And then you have to work like when you want to sculpture. <laughs> and it can yeah. be, take a long time. Sometimes mm. it's like it comes out without thinking. Uh, and for example, into some clothes, um, I wrote it almost in one take or in, in one, yeah. But then the last verse was missing, and then only nine months later, I edited it. And uh, yeah. do you ever do any? Uh, do you ever do any rituals to get into that flow state? Well, first thing, I need to be alone in solitude, mm-hmm. and maybe also like wandering around in nature. Uh, yeah. uh, nature, and then sit down and just like um, absorb. Uh, the surroundings and then suddenly I have an idea uh, and then then I always have like a pen and a piece of paper with me mm. and and then I, I'll write it down uh, and sometimes often I have 
uh, also uh, like a melody or a beat in my head. And then I'll I'll try to um, yeah play around uh, with 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 a MIDI keyboard or with Ableton with the sounds or like or field recordings and then see what what kind of uh, uh, is, is the best con connection to to kind of um, yeah to make it round or so or to 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 or to carry the meaning so mm. to speak. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, so the stuff that you were sending me, um, you sent me a few things on WhatsApp last year, some music uh, with a guitarist. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. What? Well, that's not my stuff. Yeah. I thought you were doing some poetry over it, though. Didn't you say uh, you're doing some stuff over it, or? No, that was the last piece into ah. San Clo. Yeah, but the rest was for my um, partner in crime, Interpest. Would <laughs> 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 be really happy if I mention him. Yeah. And uh, we kind of colla co do collaborations together, and then okay. um, also also we ask each other, "Hey, what do you think of that?" And then we have a feedback. Yeah. And for example, into Sun Clo, uh, the beat and the sound you hear, it's from him. Yeah? Ah. And um, also my other piece called Uni Abend, uh, I only had my 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 spoken word uh, track. Mm -hmm. And then he provided his guitar playing to it, and it, it's a wonderful uh, collaboration. Yeah. Would you like to give us a a rendition or a reading of of one of your poems now, Net? Uh, the the new the latest one. Yeah. 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 Why why not? Well, let me just open the the yeah. file and then, and English or <laughs> whatever, whatever you, you whatever you whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hang on. Why not do Into Sun Clow? I talked about this so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, Let's do it. Okay, good. So Into Sun Clow. I sweep the clouds from the busy roads. Fog is getting darker. Sun's a tiny light. Look out of the window. What do you see? Thousands lives moving into the night again. Stars are sighing underneath the shore. Sweet lullaby hummed for you and I. As the birds are dying slowly, all the thoughts in my head burning down like candles in a storm. In a quiet room, I sit at dawn of bleak memories Lead me back to the place I was born, disturb my inner peace. As the rain keeps crashing down, wired words above the ground, interfacing souls to feel alive. Bound on darkened diamond moons, shape tomorrow's healing wounds, sun will glow in the darkness for you. Wow, beautiful! Oh, that was ace. Very <laughs> Thank beautiful. You, I mean, that is that is that a? It feels quite um, quite heavy. It's a yeah, quite, it I cannot heavy. write happy heavy, happy poems. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a, dark and bleak and gloomy yeah. and all there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of strong images there, like the mm -hmm. uh, candles burning down in the storm. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, yeah, fucking hell. Thanks. All the dying birds. 
<laughs> to the end no. of the world. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, yeah, you know, but it's I, always I, the end. It's always the end of the world, isn't it? and always and it's always the beginning of a new world absolutely yeah. 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 the end of a poem is the other poems begins begin yeah. um start <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's beautiful I, you should publish that you should publish it I, I would love to um yeah i'd like to hear the you said that your friend has set some music to that so maybe we could maybe we could get a copy of that from you as well and share so that we can share that if if you don't mind you know obviously yeah. if you don't mind so cuz um i just think it's nice for our listeners to just to have that bit of context and to to really get to hear your stuff you know and and the way yeah. you do it and um, yeah love your stuff <laughs> yeah yeah take notes get it down get it down so tell me like <laughs> So, what's it like in, being in the Weimar now? Are, are you okay? Are, are, you, are, are, you, are you feeling settled or are you still got itchy feet to move on somewhere? I, yeah, I still got itchy feet. Well, I left Berlin uh, for private reasons, you know, and yeah. uh, it was uh, heavy times uh, back then, but I needed to do it and I needed this time or the years of recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, living in a village uh, was never my dream to end up here. I got no no friends here. I'm I'm kind of isolated, but it's my uh, I want it that way. Yeah. Uh, and also during the pandemic, I mean, I'll I tried to live in Brussels for a while. <laughs> but, That's uh, right. Yeah, I remember. I remember now. But I couldn't kind of um, feel Brussels because of the pandemic yeah and it was too much for me also for my uh, psychological health so I left and I'm thankful that I have this refuge here that mm -hmm. I can always come back but of course I'd like to move to a bigger city uh, and to kind of connect with other artists or uh, because you have more possibilities yeah? mm -hmm. and uh, but for now I mean, Weimar is very close and, and the cultural offer, it's really, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, they have a theater, there's the Bauhaus, there's um, also the Yiddish summer and uh, the Kunstfest, yeah. Um, the, what, as, as an art the, lover, it's perfect. Hmm? What? The, what? Again? the Yiddish summer? The Yiddish, Yiddish summer. summer? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's that? The Yiddish summer, uh, there, it's oh, it's in uh, 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 every summer, they hold workshops, you can learn Yiddish or Hebrew, you can learn how to uh, play an instrument and then make music and they have like this festival week where they would present what they learned in a workshop. And that's pretty good because it's it's uh, um, open air, it's all over the place and it's really, really good and nice atmosphere because Weimar is not a big city. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's quite relaxed uh, and then you have the Kunstfest like uh, with a lot of performances and yeah that's quite oh, good, good. but the thing is with the rents uh in, in big cities and now the energy crisis and it's kind of prevents me from from starting uh starting research where to live uh, yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's really hard these days to to if you've not already got a place in in a city to live you know whether you, whether it's owning a house or be like long-term renter it's it seems really daunting to to mm -hmm. try and i speak as somebody who 
who is like on the road a lot. I, I've, I've for years now, I've not been settled. I'm moving back and forth between Ireland and England and Portugal. And it's, I'm lucky in a lot of ways that I have friends who've got places for me to stay, you know, and affordable. Otherwise, I'd be, I'd be fucked, you know, I'd be really, I'd be a 43 year old with like, I don't know, I'd just be a, a homeless 43 year old, really. Do you know what I mean? I'd be fucking, and it's quite mad to, yeah, I mean, to be in that position. But then again, I have put myself in that position and, and I'm okay with it. But it's like, it's a bit mad. Like, even I have younger siblings, you know, and here in Ireland, you know, for them, it's very difficult to see for them to like, like make moves in the world, like to, to like get out and have their own place and like, you know, do it and be like independent. It's like really difficult for them. Um, I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent. I guess I'm just always waiting to talk about that because I just think it's fucking crazy the way things are now. This, you know, that a lot of young people are kind of, kind of trapped, you know. I hope yeah. it doesn't last too long, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice. I, I'm a big fan of cities, yeah, but yeah. but mm, then you have to work hard to to afford your rent. And then you give your whole life to to the rent, <laughs> and yeah. then you cannot make any yeah. art, or you need time. You know, you, you, we as an we as artists, we need also time to breathe and do nothing. Yeah. This and, is why yeah. I this is yeah. why I live in a housing co-op. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah, mm. it's, it's going. It's pretty good here. It's affordable. It's doable. You know, and uh, there should be more of them. Really, it should be more yeah. housing co-ops. People getting together, getting a house, raising right. a bit of funds, all all chipping in for the bills. It's a lot easier, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, back in in Leipzig, there were lots of initiatives who kind of um, hmm. they bought houses. It was really cheap, and then they kind of um, renovated them, and you could live like with uh, for low rent there. Yeah, because yeah. you. You also put work into it, but um, I don't know if yeah. they still exist or if they're still active in the way they were back then. I don't know. Yeah. No, they probably sold them and were like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're rich now. <laughs> let's move, let's move to Berlin." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the new yeah. Berlin. Let's yeah, the new, new Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what 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 is uh, what's the new Berlin? The last place that I heard was the new Berlin was fucking Lisbon. In, po in Portugal, <laughs> maybe, maybe, heard. maybe it's a title of um, each year <laughs> to be yeah. given. Yeah. To any, I think any... so. Yeah, I think <laughs> it'll be Berlin again in a I few think years. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Berlin, Berlin. Berlin is a new Berlin. Berlin is the new Berlin. Yeah, new Berlin <laughs> is the new Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, and hmm. it's been yeah. like. It's been lovely talking to you. Yeah, you know? it was so um, wonderful. Yeah. Thanks again um, for inviting me. We'll do it. No, oh, thanks for being there. And like, we'll do it again. Like, keep us updated on what you're doing mm -hmm. and, and everything. You know, I do see what's happening on your Instagram. I don't always get to check everything out because the, ba the bastard thing about Instagram and social media is that it all happens on the phone. 
and I try to spend as little time as I can on the phone. And then because I already spend too much time on my phone, I, then I don't spend a lot of time on my computer either looking at mm -hmm. the screen, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like hard, sometimes it's hard sometimes to keep up with what everybody's doing, you know, because, oh, of, because of this mm -hmm. thing, you know? And I try to spend as much time outside doing other things because, so it's hard to keep up with what you're doing, but I do see, I do see it and I do check it out, but always keep us updated, whether it's via email or anything, let yeah. us know what you're doing. I will. And then um, after this, yeah, after this, we'll like send emails around and we'll get stuff off you that you're comfortable sharing with our Patreon listeners, because I'm sure after this conversation, uh, uh, most all of them will be really interested in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also, I'd like to say thank you so much for your contribution to the nod um, <laughs> thing. You know, it was great. It was great times. And. And especially like that gig at at Funkhouse, which was a wild gig, and the deadbeat, the first show that you did with us and your first performance, I guess that deadbeat is like it's it's a really really I don't know like a lot of people have heard that 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 tape was quite popular. Those recordings, people like it, so a lot of people have heard it. And people have, I've always, a few people have said like, who is, who's the person, that, who's the lady that's <laughs> reading out the, the poetry? So yeah. some of our Patreon listeners are probably, maybe there were some people wondering that and now they they get to finally know. So, yeah, they're welcome to stuff. my stuff, yeah. yeah. And thank you also I for being part of my life and that <laughs> you kind of gave me uh, the opportunity <laughs> You tried it out, and uh, that yeah. was, uh, well, it was uh, it was we're glad we're glad that we gave you that reason. <laughs> yeah, it was all it was all meant to be. And we, we, listen, we're going to be in Germany uh, in May. Um, I can't remember where the fuck we are. I know that we're in Innsbruck. Um, I don't know if we're in is Innsbruck no, it's in Austria. <laughs> oh right, ah oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Okay. Well, I know that maybe I know that maybe we are in a few places in Germany. I'll, I'll find out the dates and I'll let you know. And if we're anywhere near you, um, uh, and you're you're around we're and playing, you're free and you fancy, we're playing Desert Fest Berlin. Oh, we're playing in Berlin again. If you want to come along to that show and hang out with us again, um, you know, please, please, we'll we'll get you on the guest list or what have you, and yeah, be nice to see you. you. Yeah. 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 And hopefully that hopefully that hopefully Danny McAlinden won't be there again. <laughs> Do you remember our friend Danny? Do you remember the last gig when we were driving off? And we left you with Danny, and I was like, oh poor Annette's fucking gonna have to be with Danny all night. <laughs> he's a nutter. Well, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Well, come here, listen. We've got we've yeah, we've got 30 seconds left. Okay, so then. Let's Thank you very much. And Annette, we yeah. really, we really appreciate you and we love you. And yeah, thank we, you so much you. for being our friend and, <laughs> yeah. and and being and being a part of the, the wider Nod family. It means a lot to us. Thank yeah, you. yeah a lot. it means a lot to me. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. And we will stay in touch via email of the uh, the, the, yeah. the the music. See you later. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao.